0: What is yellow
1: doing right now? He's clicking. I something. think He's behind
2: the scenes now. All right, everybody, welcome in to the Meme Factory rubber, Podcast. Rubber,
1: rubber, 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 rubber.
2: rubber? <laughs> We've got Denver Bitcoin tonight. Adam Wortoff, uh, a great person in the space, super knowledgeable about Bitcoin mining. Uh, as you can see, he's got a Bitcoin miner behind him, and that is all the proof you need. Uh, Adam, if you can introduce yourself, give everybody a little bit of information about who you are and what you do, that would be fantastic.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, as I said, I'm, I'm Adam Ortoff. My current role right now is on the kind of a business development head for the U.S. for a company called Upstream Data, and we build portable Bitcoin mines and engines for the oil field. So pretty much all day, every day, I'm on the phone with oil and gas producers, petroleum engineers, on-site engineers. Um Talking with them and scaling Bitcoin mining projects for so that they can, you know, maximize their hydrocarbon revenue. So pretty, pretty simply, it's just a matter of combusting natural gas generating electricity, mining Bitcoin, um, right there on site. And so it's just another means by which for them to bring their gas to market. And um, we build them the infrastructure kind of hold their hand, you know, get them set up with mining pools and walk through the, the kind of the trade off decisions there. So that's my position right now. I love it. It's awesome. Um, I also work with, you know, a company called Coinbeast where I just do some consulting for Bitcoin mining. And so, um, this is a way for me to raise some money for Bitcoin core devs and such. So yeah, that's pretty much what I do all day, every day is Bitcoin mining, Bitcoin, everything, Bitcoin A6, um, constantly repricing the market because when Bitcoin's price moves, these machines are in something different. And so, you know, constantly have to get updated quotes and, you know, make sure that money that's flowing through, there's not, this this volatility that leaves people wrecked so it's a it's a wild game i mean certainly recently it's been insane
2: you know i didn't realize you're doing any work with coinbeast what uh, what kind of contributions are you making to the core devs that's awesome
4: yeah so with coinbeast i just do one-on-one consulting so like there's a lot of guys in my dms that you know they're not like an oil field you know situation where i'm not really going to be selling them an upstream data product But they just want to pick my brain as somebody who's mined before and see if they could get into mining personally, like at home, you know, just at a small scale or something. Um, And so they really just want to like ask questions that they can't Google, you know, because you get to a point where like you Google a lot of information, but you need to kind of know. You want to talk to somebody that's done it and get some nuance. And so I charge like a little bit of money to meet um, one on one, like via Zoom with guys, and then I I donate that to Bitcoin Core Dev. So just a way for me to like help out, you know, help educate those who are interested. Um, Putting a putting a dollar price on it's kind of nice because it weeds out the people that were going to waste my time right so it's like i mean if if people i mean if someone's going to actually mine bitcoin though like they're probably going to spend at least a few thousand dollars like to spend 50 100 bucks to talk to somebody usually isn't much at all like it's a drop in the hat and so you know it's just a matter of what i think is a way to help and coinbase is just a uh they're a bitcoin education platform so they just they do reviews on like wallets and exchanges and they write blogs um bitcoin only focused education i guess is their is their mantra um so yeah i mean they're that's something i just do kind of you know part-time and on the side to connect with awesome clubs that are looking to mine. because i mean i i'm doing this stuff too and i nerd out about it so i love it and it's, it's hardly work
2: man that's awesome to hear i didn't know that about you i am i'm am stoked to learn that you're uh, you're donating back to the devs that's freaking oh, yeah. awesome and uh yeah, of course, man. yeah so you know in the vein of putting a price on something there's no price on this podcast right so like we <laughs> And I don't mean it's worth a lot. I mean it's worth shit. Right? It's it, there's nothing here, and nobody's. We have to. We have to. We have to. You know, scrounge and scrounge for sponsors. I can't even get Crypto Cloaks to throw me some money. <laughs> I work for Strike. They won't sponsor us. It's complete bullshit. You can't
3: even get Rick. Can't you even
2: get Rick. Can't get Rick. Can't get anything.
3: Buy, it was, buy, buy a couple of fucking node cases and tell so, them of
2: the show. So we
0: can't, even, we, the can get, we can't even get our the
2: whole meme factory. We no, I can't movie. even get the whole meme factory to show. So. One of the workarounds we found is that uh, we, we secure sponsors based on our guests as long as we say that the guests <laughs> are able to read the ad copy. So what I've done is I've sent you the ad copy in your DMs and I would really appreciate if you could just go ahead and Fuck read you. it because well, otherwise, yeah, not otherwise be we're not making right. any money at all. No Cordev money, no Pedro money, no Yellow money. He-
4: <laughs> oh my God, no frickin- is this a true sponsor of the show? Absolutely. This is the this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life.
5: Yeah. You have you ever to, seen Have you ever seen Joe Rogan early episodes where he was like some of the sponsors were like really raunchy stuff? That's 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 how we get paid. Yeah. No. <laughs> no shame. I'm
4: just sitting. I'm just sitting here, just dying laughing at this at this sponsor. So I just just for the record. Thank you. You know what's but, but this is the fucked up thing is you guys are trapping me right because you're <laughs> sitting me, you're sitting me in a place. Yes. Putting me making me read a paragraph and then you can just chop and just chop that paragraph up and make me say whatever you want to say. And
1: then I'm, I'm toast.
2: No, no, no. I, um, I promise <laughs> we won't chop the paragraph. Yeah, dropping
1: you, you have the guns, man. <laughs> so this
4: episode of the meme factory podcast is brought to you by Astro glide dual purpose mining fluid. When you're mining Bitcoin out there in the oil fields of Texas in that hot summer sun, you need to keep your miners cool makes sense to fully submerge your machine really get them in there all the way in there just coat your rig from top to bottom in our dielectric fluid and slam that baby home when you're turning electricity into sweet sweet sats your s19s are going to be the only things hot and bothered but don't worry astroglide dual purpose mining fluid has you covered literally use the promo code slide in for 10 percent off if your first order as well as a free dildo along with your package Astro Glide, <laughs> the smoothest in the game
0: that
2: was absolutely fantastic thank nice you job. so much adam
4: yeah no yeah let me know how they like that one i mean i can do a reread
0: yeah now we can get paid now we can get paid
4: finally we can get all right sass.
2: look i am super interested you and uh have steve have been working on this uh this black box project that i oh. yeah I can't get enough of. I see it in your feed. Yes. What's going on with the black box? What is it? Where? How close are we to a production model? What's going on?
4: Yeah, so this is fun because I think if you ask Steve the same question, you'd get a very different answer than what you're going to get from me. Um, what the black box is to me, I mean, I've been begging Steve since I first called him in like 2018 um, to build me what I call the backyard hash hut, right? Because at the time he was coming out with the hash hut product line. And I was like, could you build me one that's like, for my backyard, that's like maybe not like 50 kilowatts, like maybe it's only like 20,000 watts, you know, 15,000 watts. Like I could put, you know, 10, 12 S9s or something there. Um, and obviously, you know, obviously he was trying to get his business up and running, get his product lines for the oil field, you know, buttoned up and polished up. And so he like had no time to focus on backyard mining on it. But of late, since we've, you know, buttoned up our products and there, you know, seem to be a lot more of a demand, plus these new freaking ASICs are so powerful right like one s19 j pro one what's minor is like six or eight of the older s9s and so what we built here is what steve designed here is just pretty much a pretty basic box right it has no electric no moving parts no electrical built out in it um and it's just an all-weather sealed really you know nice material box that you can you can drop an S nineteen or two S nines in. It'll kill the sound. It cuts the sound in about half. Takes it down from about seventy-five decibels to down to about forty. Um, if and, I can, honestly, if I can
2: interject on the decibels, what is that in real terms? Can you like equate it yeah, so, to a hair dryer or what?
4: Like that's like, like a hair dryer is like eighty decibel. Like a hair dryer is like what an S nine is with or what A6 is like without any you know um, sound dampening. Forty is more like. Maybe when your air conditioner kicks on outside your house like would be more or like an um uh, maybe an engine idling you know like like a you know a car a com- internal combustion engine like you know freaking honda civic idling like it's not you know if you're close to it like you can notice the sound um, but honestly 15 20 yards like you probably lose it and so you know it's not terrible um it's certainly manageable for like you could set it next to your house and even have neighbors that are pretty close by and it probably won't bother them right because it's just like this very light humming. And so, and also it has some, some filter on the intake, right? So there's like a little um, intake screen where you can replace a filter um, and then obviously you know, where the exhaust is. And so it's just something that we're like, we, we know there's a lot of guys out there that can could do it themselves for a lot cheaper than what we're gonna be able to sell this thing for. But we know there's a lot of guys out there that don't have the time right, to do it themselves and actually I'd go build a box. And so they'd rather just like spend some money and have one delivered. Um, so what we did was we open sourced the design. So if anybody wants to build it themselves, if you are a do-it-yourselfer, you're welcome to use our design and you know we we have pretty much guaranteed performance if you you know build to the spec um you know and, and honestly you could build it a lot cheaper than what we're going to sell it for if you used something like you know wood or something right if you use like some plywood out of as the material rather than this like nice uh, metal material that we're going to use and so um you could probably do it yourself for cheaper and we're happy to give you the design to do that um obviously if you want to go sell your own we don't do that. You we, we can license the design to you, maybe if you're wanting to go commercial with it. But um, certainly if you want to build it for yourself, like you know, let me know. We'll we'll give you the design. Um, but yeah, that, that's gonna release honestly, it was supposed to release, I think, here like in the last week or two. And I've I've got right now, I think I've got a list of like over 550 people that are waiting to get a box ordered. And so it's like a lot bigger demand than I actually thought initially. Like I thought it was gonna be a little bit more niche than then I think it's going to end up being like, there's a lot of people that want to have an S-19 run right at their house. Right. So you'd still need to get like a, a certified electrician out to your house. You'd still want to, you know, like <laughs> give them, like show them what you want to do and make sure that you have the proper power, get the proper power cords and stuff. Like, it, like this isn't, you know, a plug and play super easy, but it's something where you could set it outside. You could, it could rain and snow on it. You don't have to worry about your miner getting hurt. Um, it's not going to, you know, even if it were somehow to catch fire, which this is built out of very, you know, non-flammable material. Um, but if it somehow were, it'd be contained at least to the box, right. Ideally. And so that way, if it was, you know, set outside, like, you know, a couple feet away from any other structure, you would, you would have the fire contained right there. Like, so it's just a means by which to mitigate any possible disaster. So, so- I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to sell it. I can't wait till it's real. I'm going to buy probably two of them.
5: I, mean, I, got, so. I got a couple questions on this is the design uh, available already or is it is it something yeah, you're I, think gonna Sh- release?
4: I think steve already released the design on twitter he like he tweeted it out and showed i think some of the dimensions or he get, or he put a link to where you could go check it out you should look at his look at his twitter page um, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see if i can find it
5: i'll go check but, out his feed uh and then the other thing is the, the other question is um uh you, do, you, you mentioned that you guys had a timeline is there a timeline for this
4: yeah, it's, it's pretty damn soon. Like we're, we are finalizing tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully. Right. Uh, we're finalizing like, so the way, I mean, cause we're up in Canada, keep in mind, right. So we're in Alberta. And so we, we understand a lot of our interest is going to be from the U S and so shipping to the U S would add like $500 cost per unit. Whoa. If we were going to ship from our shop, like cost to us per unit. Um, i showed
5: that uh video to my wife the one that steve barber has pinned on his profile right now
4: yeah yeah we're
5: running great. a couple of what's miners in the basement right now so she can't wait yeah until... I, she can't wait
4: until yeah because that'll kill it like that'll make it it'll drop the sound like inc- you know by a ton um but like i think i think you know the the release, like, be, because of the shipping aspect, we're gonna. So we're gonna partner up with a couple of distributors, I think, for like U.S., Canada kind of stuff, and that way we're gonna be able to offer it at a better price. Um, and then we can ship like truckloads to a distributor, right, at a very low cost per unit, and that way the consumer doesn't have to absorb some crazy shipping cost because these are like, you know, it's like a big crate, you know. And so like, the, if you go to like retail UPS or FedEx, they're they want like four hundred bucks just to ship the fucking thing. And so, um, we're you know we're solving some of that kind of nuanced bullshit um, to make sure that we can bring these to market in a way that's like, you know, people are going to be actually be able to get their freaking stuff for a price that that works rather than the charts, you know, like some crazy number for just a box.
0: So what I understand is uh, it'll be ready. The timeline is it'll be ready before Strike Europe. That's. that's... <laughs> yes, I would. Imagine. Shut up, Sean. I think we're going to strike Europe. Uh-huh.
4: We're going to be Strike Europe,
3: I think.
0: Um, yeah. bitcoinization is going to happen before Strike Europe. <laughs> 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 uh, how do I? I how do I mute him? Hashtag. How what, do I mute him? What happens before Strike Europe? <laughs> Everything.
5: Quantum computing.
0: Fuck you, Anyway, Michael, I, have Michael, a, Michael, Michael a, I have a question before Strike Europe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking guy. Right. I have a question for Adam. Yeah, of course. So I saw a tweet of yours, uh, I think from yesterday. It reads, folks, let me tell you, you have absolutely no idea how big Bitcoin mining is going to be. This industry is going to become so big, so loud, so influential that it make everything, everyone on the earth realize that Bitcoin mining is Bitcoin. Unforgeable, something, something else. (laughs) I cannot read. So the the thing that struck me, and you you end like a part of it, like saying Bitcoin mining is Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, what but do that's you? That's how I feel. Right. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Just, I mean, what I mean, do you mean by a... what do you mean by that? And like, yeah. Without like uh, repeating stuff you have said probably one thousand times, simple terms. Like, why? Right.
4: Um,
1: because it's it's the backbone.
4: Right. Like without, first of all, without an open and competitive way for anybody to compete for the new money supply, this Bitcoin is just as fucking broken as central banks. Right. If only experts and only, you know, somebody who's a, a special elected official or or an appointed official, even worse, um, if only they can participate in new money, right? The new money that that comes into the to the market. Well, then Bitcoin's just as fucking broken as anything else. Um, that's why I love the idea of like plebs mining at home is because I think, listen, like for the first time ever, it's actually realistic for an individual like me or, or you guys to participate in the new money supply. Like we will be very, very, you know, minuscule competitors, but we get to compete. I can actually plug in a fucking machine in my house and I can get very, very small fractions of that new money supply right when it becomes available. Right, right when the fucking block gets found, like, I get to be the guy that gets the first part of the Bitcoin. Right, like me, some dumbass in Colorado. And so, like without that, Bitcoin is is shit to me. It's like it's worthless, right? <laughs> and so for me, it's like this this backbone of all the others. Like all the financial characteristics of Bitcoin, the you know the immutability, those kinds of things, they all fall back on this this. The this principles answer. that that the principles yeah. that arrive from proof of work mining, right? From proof of work consensus, I guess.
5: There's yeah, been so a lot of noise. I, yeah. There's been a lot of noise recently on Twitter about uh, Compass mining, and most recently, some of the threads are out there about how uh, they're they're sending out all these emails saying that um, ASICs are getting delayed or whatever, and people are up in arms about uh, all the money they put into it that they they're not seeing any returns on anytime soon. Uh, how are you guys, how do you guys deal with the ASIC shortage?
4: We, we haven't had much of an issue. Um, so one thing that's cool at upstream data is I de- like we deploy more S9s probably than anybody else. And so, because if you look at the, if you look at the economics in the oil field, you look at the economics of, of certainly a of flare and vent gas, when you have like a, like if I were to, if I were to say, say you were a miner and you stumbled upon like a hydro, like, you know, a little, a dam, right. And there was a little plug right there and you could plug in a miner. Okay. Or you could plug in, um, you know, a conglomeration of miners and your power cost was truly free. Like you weren't paying for it. Like it was like nothing. Right. It's like that's how you felt about it. It was truly free. Well, then if that's the case and you look at investing money into, into miners, what you find is the S9s, you get more bang for your buck. You get more terahashes hashes for your dollar. Right. So like, if I want to get, if I wanted a thousand tera hashes, the cheapest way to get to 1,000 terahashes is buying S9s, right? Um, I have to use, I have to buy a lot of them. I have to buy like 65 of them, um, but they're only $500 a piece. So 65 of them, $500 a piece, okay, I'm like 30-something grand, right, for a, yeah. for a petahash. If I buy new machines, I need 10 of these new machines that are 12 grand each, right? And so I'm spending 120 grand for the same 1,000 terahashes per second. And so when you look at like having free and abundant power, like in the oil field, the S9s are like, certainly for a proof of concept for our our first Bitcoin mine, you know, the first time these oil guys are investing in this magic internet money, like the S9s make sense. And then obviously they, they, they deploy the S9s and a lot of times they get excited and they call back and they want to upgrade their computers, right? Because like they're comfortable running them and now they want to really press their advantage and maximize. But like, I'm pushing a lot of S9s. Um, honestly, I have great suppliers for new stuff too. I've got guys across the ocean. I've got guys here in the U S um, like I've, I'm, I'm honestly like haven't had much issues getting S nice. We've had more of a hard time getting things like PDUs for our hash builds, right? Like getting PDUs built and, and fans like shop fans, like, like the, the turnaround on shop fans went from like two weeks to like 31 weeks, you know, from like every supplier on earth all of a sudden. And this is because like COVID and global supply chains are just wrecked. Well, that's just, right now. that's so,
5: transitory. Nothing yeah. That's just,
4: just transitory. Yeah. It's just transitory. Um, this is but fine. No, that's, that's the thing right it's, it's like, like... <laughs> yeah we I, I have a harder time getting other stuff in asics right now actually because all the, the you know the the checks it right as it's as it's been called before um the chinese exodus of miners there's been a lot on the fair amount on the market i think i think compass i don't know if that's i imagine that their delay in miners isn't a delay in getting the hardware it's probably a delay in finding rack space
5: yeah i don't i don't doubt that'd it be might. my guess I, I, all, well, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both because some of the customers were paying, uh, that paid up front or paint that, like the cost of that ASIC is like double right now. So I think that that's, I don't want to sound conspiratorial, but I think that might be, no, no. Better. I think
4: it's a matter of like, like, cause it's a hosting contract, right? Cause like I, per- I purchased a miner from compass, but it was one of their like at home mining, right? Like, so they, they send me the computer and they send it to me in like three days, seriously. Uh. Um, but I think like if you do a con- mining contract with them, that might be delayed because that's not just like, they don't just have to have the computer. They need the rack space and the power contract, right. To, to electrify that computer. And so I think that that takes like more backend, you know, contracts and discussions and things. Right. And so, yeah,
5: I mean, really, what, sense. really,
4: what a, really what a hosting company is, is they're a power broker. Right. I mean, I don't know if you guys have thought about this, right. I mean, like that's really what a hosting company does is they find a whole bunch of individuals all over the United States or world that want to buy power cheap. And they find something, you know, one person somewhere in, in the United States with cheap power that they can produce and they want to sell it. And they marry the two through this mechanism of Bitcoin mining. Um, and so that's really, I mean, it's just a, it's a power broker relationship. And it's, you know, these power contracts are really, really, they take a long time to develop a long time to negotiate. They end up usually having kind of, you know, insane amounts of, of, circumstances and and you know fine print all all registered throughout them and so yeah i mean i think it's it's not something that happened i mean you don't get a gigawatt or 500 megawatts of power overnight like that shit just doesn't doesn't just turn on
2: is there anybody out there that's writing uh, boilerplate for these
4: contracts So any little offices are there any uh, or is it kind i have of no like- idea it's a great question um i imagine there's some people that are on the the cutting edge or the bleeding edge of that i imagine they're you know working on behalf of companies like compass and anybody else that's doing any kind of hosting um
2: yeah it just sounds you know, like a, a big friction piece like oh, to yeah. have to have upstream I mean, data yeah. to go run through that or somebody you
4: know well and, that, and that's what i and that's kind of what i mean is in terms of you know my tweet that that yellow reference and, and and what i mean by it's going to be so influential and so big you know the bitcoin mining industry is i don't just mean the bitcoin mining industry i mean like all the ancillary and you know that are going to develop around it companies like upstream data right We're, we're really an infrastructure you know supply company right we supply tools for the oil field um like we're not a bitcoin company we're much more of an oil and gas bitcoin focused company um and so like we're one of those ancillary companies service companies that's sprouted up around the bitcoin industry and i think there's you know there's going to be legal there's going to be insurance there's going to be financing you know unchained capital is going to probably i would imagine look into how they could help finance oil and gas producers you know, have them deposit their incoming mining revenue and they could give them a, you know, 70% loan to value cash on hand to go expand their business and scale up and shit. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that can take place. There's a lot of deals that can be made and, um, you know, kind of support to the industry, support to the miners, support to the oil and gas producers in the same way that the oil and gas industry isn't just guys drilling holes and selling oil. Um, this is, you know, there's, there's tons of oil and gas service companies and guys providing all the materials and I mean, staffing companies, you know, for, for guys to go up work up in North Dakota for six months. And, you know, it's just, you know, you almost can't even, we almost can't, I almost can't quantify and even probably consider all the different fucking businesses that are going to rise around this, right? I mean, think about once these machines are where they're at now, $12,000 a piece, it makes sense to, to spend a thousand dollars paying somebody to refurbish your ASIC like instead of going to buy a new one where that was kind of like traditionally that was fucking <clears throat> like unheard of like if, you, if your s9 broke you threw it out the fucking window you got another one you plugged it in like you moved on with your life. you can spend time trying to fix the old s9 um like now actually like we're getting to a point where we might want to spend some money fab, like refabbing these things and cleaning them and replacing hashboards and fans um yeah it's it's gonna it's it's gonna have mature right and then you just but then let's just talk over to the chip production side, right? I mean, what's what's already the value of chip production, the, the chip production industry industry in terms of sha two fifty six? How's that going to grow? I mean, it's getting it's going to get crazy if I mean, but the bottom line yeah, is Bitcoin correct. price needs to justify it, right? We need we need a freaking million dollar Bitcoin price, otherwise, none of this shit's going to happen because there's not enough money to be made.
2: How do you come to that valuation as a uh, as a necessary point?
4: Um, well, right now, I mean, honestly, it's more like. It's really more like five hundred thousand. i think is where i think it'll happen i'm just i'm just being conservative so you're, um, you're blowing smoke because, up
2: my ass is what you're doing
4: no uh, i'm being conservative i'm i'm, I'm low you i'm low so we're talking um, about and so yeah december and so you know the reason is because these guys run some like basic algebra numbers right like things like hey there's two million bitcoin left to be mined they're each only worth 66 grand which only is hilarious but like that's 130 billion dollars over the next 112 years like that's not, I mean, who's going to go spend twenty billion dollars to in, to mine? You know, there's only hundred and thirty billion dollars of potential kind of new Bitcoin to be mined.
2: Are they not? Um, are they not factoring in uh, mining fees? The price? No, the fees. Well,
4: my, but fees are a part of it. You could talk. You could look at fees, but they're, you know, like right now they're what? Maybe ten million stats a block. It's not. In, it's not huge. Um, it's marginal. Um, but really, what they should be factoring is Bitcoin's future price, because that's where this has an infinite market capacity, because Bitcoin's price can move. And that's where I say, if it's 130 billion today, well, we get a, if we get a 10 X from here, we see a $650,000 price Well, now. We're talking about like a $1.1 trillion market potential, right? Like that makes guys spend billions of dollars. Um, like they, they run those numbers really quickly and they go, you know, Bitcoin mining needs to be that attractive. There is that much gas, right? Like, so like right now, if you looked at the United States, if all this flare gas, all this stranded gas started like. You know turned on tomorrow and was mining bitcoin nobody would make any money nobody would be profitable on the network because there'd be just such a set, an oversaturation of competition
1: don't so we need the price that, you know don't to you get think there. that don't you think that kind of investment if we get there has to be combined with like more regulatory uh clear clarity for mm-hmm. them to invest or no i think
4: i don't know i mean i, I it's either regulatory clarity or educational clarity because i think if any anybody that understands bitcoin well enough they understand it can't really be regulated to that degree uh now obviously these bigger oil and gas companies they're not gonna they have so much red tape they're not gonna come in until there's you know yeah, clear exactly. Re- regulatory exactly so that's it that is a huge part um but there's still a ton of room for a lot of oil and gas producers who don't care about the regulatory clarity because they're doing this on a pretty low-key you know yeah. half a megawatt per site kind of a scale they're not, I mean, they're not raising many eyebrows at all, right? This is, it's it's not like, they're not like a massive, you know, publicly traded oil and gas company. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. Regulatory clarity is a it's, a, it's an issue right now, right? Obviously, like, and tax clarity, like, how do you report Bitcoin mining earnings? Like, there's no tax guidance on, on that, right? Like, I mean, but these guys need it, right? These guys definitely need tax guidance and shit because otherwise they're like, you know, I mean, most of them, like, I think they most... Most of them start off probably liquidating most of their Bitcoin that they mine. I'd say most all of it. Um, but then I imagine Bitcoin trains them because like we had, we had customers in 2020 that, I mean, I imagine they sold all 2020 and then when 2021 came around and price went crazy, they probably kicked themselves. They probably got in a meeting and were like, hey, maybe we should only sell half or, you know, 25% this time. Like, you know, like I think they'll they'll start to learn, they'll start to optimize and become bullish. I mean, these are really smart people. Like, like, and a lot of them are. Quite young, right? There's there's quite a quite a lot of I'd say 25 to 40 year old, you know, petroleum engineer professionals that are like way open to something like Bitcoin and and fed okay. up with with what, uh, the nonsense.
2: What companies do they work for? And where do?
4: You...
5: <laughs> <laughs> nice try.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Shut up, The Pedro. good ones. The good yeah, ones. They were for the good ones. They were
5: yeah. for the good ones. Um, or,
1: do you, or do you mean what countries do the, they work? He never says. He never says. <laughs> Like, even in group chats, like, he he doesn't, doesn't say anything more.
4: No, I can't. I mean, no, I love my job way too much, right? Um, yeah.
1: Let's <laughs> just get stitches. It's, too, it's too good. Let's <laughs> just get stitches around here.
4: Uh, yeah, no shit, right? Um, <laughs> no, plus, it's too much fun, right? It's, like, it's kind of fun to have these low-key discussions with really, really serious oil and gas producers and talk about Bitcoin. Like, to be just to be in on that call is, like... I would pay to be in on that call if I had to. Like, I would. Seriously. Um, just because it's so interesting. We'll pay to be on those calls. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's so damn fun just to, just to like kind of be on the sidelines while, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really a, you know, huge player myself, right? Like, I'm, it I'm, history. I'm helping history. build. Yeah, I'm helping. You're part of history. Really cool shit. Yeah, I'm part a little part, right? You're, I, I sit, you're part sitting. You're sitting in Independence
2: Hall, and they're he writing the Constitution to, and the, the <laughs> Declaration. Anyways, yeah.
1: He wanted yeah, to right. say, so I said it. It's history, then You're It right. is history. You're right. You are. Um, you, are
0: like you are leading a forefront, like trailblazing something that's never been done before.
4: That's I true. About. I mean steve yeah certainly steve barber was the one to catch all like he caught the the brunt of all the shit like he got the biggest laughs and and you got to imagine too this was like you got to imagine from his perspective he was a petroleum engineer you know he went to like i think he had to go to school for like you have to do four but he ended up doing like six you know he did some extra um like apprenticeship years or something and and to get his petroleum license like to be an actual licensed petroleum engineer in canada and like to be that guy that's a in the oil and gas industry and to be the first one to start like going around be like hey i think you guys should mind bitcoin like he got the most you know the weirdest looks The the <laughs> the certainly like you know took the biggest hit to his own personal reputation by sticking his neck out there for this weird magic internet money thing like i felt a little bit of it certainly coming in 2018 but he was doing this 2016 so i got to imagine these oil oil and gas guys were just were just really laughing like bitcoin was in the hundreds of dollars right it yeah. was it was a joke and so um you
0: know i got a a question for you so so uh, you know everyone goes down the bitcoin rabbit hole in their own way and obviously you've gone down the mining rabbit hole and you know my question is were like how your process of going down the the bitcoin rabbit hole did it and was it like straight into mining or Mm -hmm. were you like okay i'm like i'm going into bitcoin from some other angle and then your mind like, got opened up to mining. Like how did, how did you kind of go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole itself?
4: That's a good question. I mean, it's weird, I did focus, like I remember when I got interested, like I had heard about it years before I got interested to like go do some research. And you know, a buddy had told me about it and I didn't do shit with the information. Um, and when I finally got interested about it, like the first place I went was mining only because I figured that's where the scam existed, right? I just figured that's like, if this Bitcoin thing was, you know, a Ponzi or some type of a scam, whoever was producing it was probably the guys that were like scamming everybody. And so like, I wanted to go figure out how the scam worked, right? Like how like this thing got produced. And so like I could figure out how they were pulling the wool over people's eyes. And then when I learned about how Bitcoin was mined, I was like, holy shit, you can't rig this game. Like, this is an unriggable game. This is like, I know this, I was working in oil and gas. I, I had a good understanding of thermodynamic law and, And how, you know, a measurement, a unit of energy, like a barrel of oil or a kilowatt hour, like that's universal. Like you can't fake that. Um, And so that like, I, like I had an eye-opening moment where I was just like, holy shit. Like I thought this thing was going to be a scam. And I think I just found like an energy market. (laughs) Like, I think that's what this is. Like a fucking energy market. Um, Like that's how I saw it. I was like, holy shit. Um, And so then I immediately thought of all the guys that I was, you know, doing reports for, and they had hundreds of thousands of cubic feet of gas that they were burning every day and i was like i wonder what generating power would look like like how much could it cost you know like what what kind of money do you make mining bitcoin And that's you know what led me down the whole the whole domino effect when i got when i found the numbers i was like holy shit like these guys are gonna like i thought they were gonna wake up like next month like i thought there was gonna be a bloomberg article um but it took like more like two years and bitcoin had to like quadruple before they started really kind of looking at it um they laughed for a while but like it started there. Like, it sort of, I will say this, it kept me away from a lot of shit coins. Um, because like when I, when I discovered proof of stake, I was like, well, that's stupid as shit. Like that that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> uh, like, like ob- that's an obvious scam. Why would anybody buy this? Um, and then obviously like everyone's buying the shit. Um, and so, like that like it did keep me from that. I will say though it did lead me down the path of like I thought Litecoin might have some value as like a test net for Bitcoin at one point in time. Same. Like I kinda went I kind of went there. Um because you it, know as a it, script miner. To be
1: honest, to be honest, it did you know? for a while. It did for I a
4: while. I think I think it kind of did service yeah, that for a minute. It did for a while. Um, and and then obviously it just kind of became another affinity yeah. token to to speculate on. So, you know, like it's exactly. Will it end up being the silver to Bitcoin's gold? Like, I highly doubt it. Um, I don't think there, that Litecoin mining will ever be distributed like Bitcoin is. I don't think Litecoin nodes will ever be distributed the way Bitcoin nodes are. Nobody will adopt it. You know, it's just there's just a matter of kind of pragmatism there. Um, but again, like, I'm not going to own that shit. Like, I like I, I mean, it's it's pretty easy to see that these are just affinity scams at this point. Like, there's not even really any development on these fucking networks, so.
1: It's like what are you doing yeah the only the only uh positive thing about lighting lightning lightning coin mining uh, still is that they can sell the graphic cards for gamers still kind of
0: i thought
4: they had asics though because i mean i flipped some light do, coin most- back in 2018 i made some i made some killer money with the, the l3s just just oh. just buying and selling them buying them low and selling them high on ebay and shit. Yeah. Like- <laughs> That was the way I stacked sats back in the early days. I would
1: flip Asics on eBay. Uh, Can we, like, uh, talk a little bit about? Labra has a question. Oh, go ahead.
4: Oh, we got Marcus in the room now, too. Look, we got the whole crew.
1: No.
3: (laughs) No.
0: Some of it. Good morning, good morning.
3: Can
5: you hear me, guys? Can you hear me? Okay, okay, I have a question for. <laughs> are,
0: those, are those miners in the background, Labra? <laughs> yeah, some miners
5: buzzing. Is it annoying? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Adam, it look. is annoying, I a, Labra. Uh, I have a question, Adam, for you. Yeah.
1: So I'm working you, with man. with these miners here on the. Uh, you see on the picture. One is not working. Uh, I updated grinder. Here, and- zoom in, and- zoom in on the one that's
2: not
5: working. Let me take a look at it. Uh, it's the one need- it now. Um, yeah,
1: it's I'm trying to restart it, but yeah, it's not working. Uh, do you think it's the grinder app?
4: No, I think it's yeah. The grind. You gotta update the grinder app, and then and then did you did you put the did you put Astroglide dual mining purpose fluid on it? <laughs>
2: Uh... <laughs> I bark to it, like, for 40
3: minutes. I don't know if that works.
4: Okay. Well, next time okay, let you me try... bark at it, put the Astroglide fluid on there and see if that helps.
1: Okay, let me try something yeah. here. Maybe pee on it? Maybe pee on <laughs> it. Now it's on. Now it's on. Thank you. I'm <laughs> mute myself. Nice. Nice I job. Can't, I
0: can't take you guys seriously. <laughs> too much fucking fun. <laughs> That's why it's a test. It's a <laughs> test stream. They're all test, test. Stream, man. They're all test streams. They're all test streams. Yeah. All right. So I've got I've
2: got an important one. If you were an oil and gas company thinking about investing in Bitcoin, which one would you be? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Apple?
3: <laughs>
4: I'd say Samsung. Samsung would be the one that I'd, okay. I'd probably go with. Okay. Yeah. Samsung man you're good you're good greg nice greg, Greg's hey, got here's, some. You
1: know, here's,
0: an age, here's an age-old question does price follow hash rate or does hash rate follow price which one leads question. which That's one lead, in your opinion with your with i your, like
4: i like to say i like to say hash rate is price but um fighting words yeah fighting words though because the way I look at it is hash rate is what really shows that, shows true demand, right? Because the demand to bring hash rate on the network is far greater than the demand to buy Bitcoin and speculate on it because you actually have to like buy hardware and like plug it the fuck in. And like there's this time factor, like with buying Bitcoin, you can, like with Stripe, man, it's like, you know, two seconds, you can get exposure to Bitcoin. And so, um... Not everywhere, like hash rate, not everywhere yet. <laughs> not in except for in Europe. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, no, but like with mining, like I mean it's like I'd say that's a real measure of demand. That's you know, like that's a I look at that as demand of energy demand that has no home, energy that has no market. And so it's trying to find its way to Bitcoin. And what I think is like we we're gonna see hash rate try to grow for the next. I mean, like right now the S-19 Pro is earning 55 cents per kilowatt hour, okay? It's fucking insane, okay? You could mine in Hawaii on the grid just fine. You're gonna earn even like 25 cents per kilowatt hour in Hawaii, like that's disequilibrium. In other words, there should be more people mining Bitcoin, but there's not right now because people are trying to figure out these power contracts and find a place to put these thousands of thousands of machines, right? So for every exahash, you have to remember every exa hash of computational power on the network is anywhere from 35 to 50 megawatts of continuous power right potentially more right potentially even higher if we're talking about using s9 so So, who's
2: who's got that kind of power to put to work
4: exactly right what kind of what kind
2: of oil and gas companies
4: (laughs) (laughs) the the ones with more than 20 wells typically could probably put to work like you know the big four. The which B405. which
2: one of which which of those companies have young executives that are into Bitcoin? <laughs> all, of
4: them, all of them. at this point. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Sixty-five grand. Everyone's interested.
1: Right? Let's let's redirect the conversation to this. Like, do you think the signal from uh, Tesla is gonna happen soon that they're gonna start accepting Bitcoin again? Meaning,
4: <laughs> oh, is it? Cool
1: is it is it yeah okay fuck tesla but like is it is it a signal that uh the 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 the, the, the clean power used over 51 percent that i don't said like is, is it coming soon? i mean okay that's i mean all of a sudden like tesla is the
4: arbiter of whether or not fucking bitcoin is green i mean fuck that. yeah i know um but I'm with you in the fact of like, it actually that actually might be the world we're living in today. We're like, when Tesla starts accepting it, everybody's just like, oh, well no, it's green now again. Like even Tesla yeah, exactly. you know, accepting it. Like it becomes the barometer for whether it's or not the it's, the numbers, it's, yeah, it's the signal for whether or not it's virtuous and moral enough of energy consumption. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a load of shit. Bitcoin is absolutely <laughs> did, like some of, he, some of the most virtuous to energy
3: consumption.
0: But did, but did Elon Musk say that because he knew that China was going to ban it and China is where he sells like two-thirds of oh yeah cars. like well that's just,
4: where he has a lot of market to grow too right he's exactly. got a lot of growth capacity like in the US he's already touched you know t- like pretty much the market right and in Tesla he's got a ton of market growth left and that's where your stock pumps and that's where he gets his yeah. his bonuses and so yeah absolutely I mean there's plenty to be said there um so you,
1: th- you think that but, but, but yellow
4: I'm with you I'm with you I think that that actually in a weird way You know really sad fucking reality that's kind of a barometer right like for the mainstream thinker like if tesla accepts it oh bitcoin must be green again like as as (laughs) shitty as it is i mean i don't even think retail is here yet with this this pump like this run up here to 63 this isn't retail this is like institutional buying this isn't like retail money doesn't doesn't feel that way it doesn't feel like mania to me um and it feels still early right
2: speaking of Tesla being the arbiter of green energy for Bitcoin that being bullshit you know I've heard you say before that uh, oil and gas producers are better stewards of the environment than a lot of people give them credit for and I just want to give you a couple minutes to riff on that cuz it doesn't get uh, talked yeah, about Yeah
4: I mean I mean these guys you got to remember like <laughs> one th- one thing to consider is what kind of what kind of value return per dollar invested do you get out of oil and gas, right? If you look at like what a barrel of oil provides, it provides a lot. Like I I look around my house, I look around my, you know, just where my office is here and like, I don't know, I don't think anything would be here, including the clothes on my body, unless it was for economic and abundant electricity, as well as economic and abundant fuel, right? I mean, if we're going to talk about like even the dog food at the grocery store, like I wouldn't be able to go pick up a dog, a bag of dog food for 20 bucks if it didn't cost them like almost nothing to get it to that store, right? And that's a product of fossil fuels. That's a product of, I mean, like what did it cost to manufacture the dog food and bag it in like the automation facility? What electricity does that facility run on? I guarantee you it's natural gas and coal, at least 75 plus percent. And so like pretty much every luxury we have in our life is a product of fossil fuels, of hydrocarbons, whether it be coal or natural gas or petroleum. And so, you know, these these are incredibly regulated industries. Like, like let me put it this way. Um, the emer- like immersion, immersion mining in the oil field is is a big problem. Like guys are looking at doing immersion mining in the oil field because, you know, especially like Texas, it's really hot. And but you, one of the issues is-
2: You can tell them about uh, our sponsor.
4: Yeah, oh, no, of course. Yeah, I will. The, the dialogue, Yeah, of course. Um, astroglide is top of my list top of my mind um but but the the you know you look at doing immersion and it's like if you have one drop of that dielectric fluid hit the ground now that's that's a chemical spill that's a reportable incident you're you're an oil producer you're going to get shut down for what 60 days and investigated you're going to lose your fucking insurance like 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 the idea of immersion mining an oil field as, as good as it sounds like there's a lot of impracticalities to it because of things like how regulated they are. Right. So, you know, these, they already jump through so many hoops, like literally times when, you know, a, 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 a regulator will come on site in the oil field. And literally there'll be like a four foot cord running from, you know, a generator to a building and it's running on the ground and they'll walk up and they'll be like, that's a tripping hazard. Like, you know, either get that fixed in the next 20 days or we're going to shut you down. It's like, dude, it's a fourth, like every, nobody walks there. Like what are you talking to? Like, so you literally have to like get a guy out there an electrician out there spend a thousand dollars to have him build a little fucking thing. So like nobody can, it's just, you know, like they're way over-regulated at this point and their impact on the environment, my God, the the hoops, they jump through to mitigate it. Um, Yeah. And the value they provide shit, like the vilification of the oil and gas industry. I have no time for it.
2: Well, I want to, I want to read this back in a little, a little more. So maybe I need to dive deeper into the question. So not so much that they're making sure that the energy they produce is clean, but you've said that they're better stewards of the environment. So like, what are the, what are they actively yeah. doing to uh, to produce a, a nice environment for us to live in outside of well, the energy I, production and the regulations?
3: Especially,
4: yeah. Especially if you look at like what they do with water, right? So, you know, fracking water is one of the biggest issues, right? In terms of the, the briny kind of salt water. And so water disposal and, and treatment is like a huge hoop and usually a massive cost that fracking operations go through. And it usually ends up being, I mean, like they buy acres of land just to deal with their water, right? Like, and just do it in a way in which is to regulatory spec and um, so that they're not, you know, disturbing groundwater in the area and things like that. I mean, there's, you know, plus these are geologists, right? Like these are geologists that, before they drill and before they frack, like they take an oath to, to like do no harm, right? To to cause no undue harm to society and to you know to not, um, you know to to not frack or to drill into formations that will have any kind of geological you know impact or impact on the surrounding communities. Like these guys take like vows and um, have to renew their you know their licenses and things. Like these are serious individuals, serious professionals that they don't they're not just out there like yeah we're you know oh, well fuck it we're just gonna blow a hole in it and get rich. Like I mean that's not <laughs> that's not these guys' mentality, right? They're, they're really, I mean, these are very serious professionals, very serious engineers that are looking to take serious risk um, because the reward is great. And so, you know, I think that people just have this, this like cartoonish idea of the oil and gas industry. Like they're just like spraying black oil all over the place and like, you know, I don't know. It's like this almost comical perspective, right? This comical idea of who, of who these people are. You don't realize like they're, and they're pretty average you know human beings right like they're they're not looking to destroy the earth that's not their goal
0: on, an, on another note like you see countries like hey. <laughs> yellow's yellow's mad <laughs> right now because i'm i'm doing uh, before strike europe memes right now well, i say another <sighs> note man also- oh, oh okay. I'm doing before <laughs>
4: strike europe memes right now
0: <laughs> so uh <laughs> No, I was saying, like you see countries like El Salvador, and they're they're out there here mining with volcanic energy. I kind of have a two-part question. First of all, is that even like, you know, we all hear about it and we're talking about it, oh, it's awesome that they're doing that. Is that even like realistic? Are they are they even mining any significant amount of Bitcoin? Which
3: oh yeah,
0: for, which Pedro obviously would tell us any Bitcoin that you mine is significant. So I, I believe <laughs> that. Uh, um, I'd
4: say, I'd say yeah. like geothermal wells, like geothermal facilities, have definitely have the ability to produce shitloads of power. And so, okay. yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, I don't know how much of that power they're dedicating to Bitcoin mining, right? So they could just be siphoning off a very small piece of it, you know. Like maybe they're, they're, you know, slowly scaling more and more or whatever. But like from what I understand, geothermal wells can produce. loads of power potentially like a geothermal facilities and they look like they have a pretty fucking serious facility as
0: far as i can tell
4: um you know what i mean
3: yes
0: uh and then also what about like um i've been thinking you know what about nuclear nuclear powered uh would that we think that will eventually take over yeah
4: that'll be the state right that's how the state will come in that's how the state will mine. They'll mine with nuclear. I mean, they'll start probably looking at like solar and wind because the state's virtuous and they have yeah. endless money, um, so they can they can do that. But like, if they end up actually getting to the point where they want to be serious about mining Bitcoin, like they want to compete on the global stage,
3: mm-hmm.
4: taking Bitcoins, if Bitcoin, you know, again, this would if Bitcoin a multi million dollar price, right, to probably command such a such an incentive. Um, but that's when, I – because like I don't see nuclear. Maybe I'm maybe I'm narrow minded or something. I just. I love nuclear, by the way. I mean, it's fucking, it's the greatest, right? It's absolutely the, certainly the the greenest, most viable yes. power source. Um, it, to me, it like, feels like the only I way like get the to get energy, right? Yeah, but, but the state has to be involved at this point. Yeah. Like, you this can't is... go privately fund nuclear, like, you just fucking can't get uranium or, like, whatever the rare earth, you know, freaking. <laughs> compounds Here's my dream. Nuclear. How about yeah.
2: and- here's my here's my dream. There's so much sitting out there that's not tapped. Right. I don't know if you guys know about the, the U.S. No, mo- so mo- idle. the mothball yeah. navy fleet. Right. So you got air nuclear powered aircraft carriers and submarines sitting idle. You don't have to build new plants. The you, the government no, can no, just turn the right. ships on and throw a bunch of miners in there with a block stream yeah. satellite connection, and you you now yeah. have miners going. Yeah. I just oh yeah.
1: So, so let saying- me let me add on to that Russia like right. I
3: mean he yeah, just had Putin, Putin come in as well. Yeah. So you're exactly. saying
1: that there's gonna be a guy like with the headphones in the deck of the air air carrier, like doing the signal, like come in, come in. Yeah, exactly. But it's gonna be filled with miners. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're still gonna land planes. Yep. It's gonna be cargo planes. for yes. Asics, right? Yes. Um. But, like, no, I mean, that's the thing. I honestly, you're right, Greg, in the sense like, we have, there's shitloads of nuclear power infrastructure out there that's just got, it's getting shut down right now. Like, like, there's this, there's this European, like, nuclear decommissioning commission. Like, literally, it's a fucking commission to, to, their job is to go out and make sure to decommission like a thousand to fifteen hundred small nuclear plants around Europe by the year 2040 or some shit. Like, literally, they're actively going out and decommissioning nuclear for some, unknown fucking reason right I mean, it's like gym. obviously why not,
0: why not just put a nuclear plant out in space and that way if anything ever happens the, you know it, it doesn't the, matter it's the,
4: it's the it's the transporting the electricity part right you got to get the power to the wall you know that's the issue that's yeah that's why like a whole bunch of little nuclear plant like nuclear by the way really only makes i mean nuclear makes sense certainly for like urban populations like what's so cool like denver you have a nuclear plant power all of fucking denver the nuclear plant if you're outside of the city like then you're on some natural gas power or some whatever right and then like the nuclear plant pretty much takes care of all you know population dense demand but then there's plenty of infrastructure and other resources for all this like rural power generation um until the nuclear facility until it's economic enough to build an even smaller one, you know, in the rural areas. Like, that's the idea of how the technology should be developing. Well, that's what Oklo is doing, right? They fucked it all up, huh? That's what Oklo is doing, right? Oklo? I'm not sure of Oklo. Oh,
2: Oklo is a a company putting together very small nuclear reactors uh, for... Is that that like, like, like Ligma? Uh, yeah, but, uh, it's not like, Matu. it's not like Matu or Ligma or Candice, but it's uh, uh, Oklo. it's a, uh, it's, it's a company that's putting together the small nuclear reactors. They're partnering with, uh, with some, I think compass mining. Um, but I don't know, I don't know more about that, but, but that'd be sweet. Yeah. So I, I honestly, um, I, yeah, the, the, the whole European thing was driven by oh, a yeah.
4: Fukushima accident, right? Uh, by the way, by the way, to my, to and my Medicaid. point, like I, to my point i google oklo and immediately i get a dot gov website because obviously these guys are going to be super tied in with the, with regulators right because they're nuclear so that you can't do nuclear without literally being like not just in bed but inside of the regulators okay like you need to be so in bed with them you got to get them rich it's a crony fucking game you know it's it's antithetical to bitcoin so i i mean it's one of those things where for me i'm like shit i know of so much natural gas like i don't even need to go to nuclear until yeah, probably
0: 50 years. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, Lab Lapp, is the best at getting in bed. He just hops in there at midnight mm-hmm. when his owner doesn't
2: totally.
5: know uh, There was a question on the chat. Uh,
1: if, if we feed uh, Greg with a lot of uh, Taco Bell, do you think we can produce enough gas to power miners? <laughs> and how many kilowatt yeah. hours can that produce?
4: Well, honestly, I mean, it depends upon the Taco Bell deal, how economic... You know what's our taco consumption per hour? That's a that's lot. Going look at the, <laughs> a yeah, lot. You're, you're, you're the, it's a lot. Of, <laughs> it, right? I mean, like, yeah. It sounds like we're going to need a lot of fuel, and you know, fuel comes with cost. So, okay,
2: yeah. Thank you. You, you mentioned earlier. Hey, Greg, um, I'll DM you, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. You mentioned earlier that like uh, a small uh, Astroglide spill at a uh, at a mining facility would like <laughs> shut it down because of the insurance concerns.
4: Essentially,
2: yeah. And. Is insurance something that's keeping a lot of these miners from, uh, or a lot of these, uh, not miners, a lot of these uh, oil and gas wells and, and producers from bringing Bitcoin onto their sites?
4: I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's insurance and financing. Those two things um, are making, are like keeping it from really taking off and scaling. Because one, it's really hard to finance ASICs because of their volatility, right? Like nobody wants to fucking finance these things. Um, Like literally the only ways that people have come up with ways in which to kind of finance an ASIC is something kind of like the compass model, like where it's like, hey, you get put a down payment, it's going to be kind of like this hosting, but you also own the hardware. And then, you know, like, because it's such a volatile game, it's really a hard thing to participate in that risk. And same thing with insurance. Like what if you insure these machines? When I started mining with S9s, I bought them for 90 bucks a pop like they're worth 550 bucks today. Like my insurance company would absolutely freak, right? They, you know, like if if I was paying some rate for a $90 machine, it's appreciated 500%. And so like, it's just so early that it's tough. Like these guys are not ready to take that risk. And so, yeah, it's definitely keeping it from from really taking off. A lot of guys are small enough and they're starting at small enough scales that they're willing to take, you know, $40,000 worth of risk without insurance. Like it's not a big, you know, it's not insane to them. They They take risk in the oil field, which is, which is probably greater. Um, but when they want to get to multi-million dollar and stuff, yeah, they're going to need to have insurance, right? They can't have a storm blow through and destroy, you know, like a tornado freaking rip up their, their shit and have it be $10 million of computers that gets destroyed and they're not insured. Like, they can't have that happen. And so, you know, it's going to be tough. It's, it's You know, we're going to need to see insurance companies step up and try to capture that market. We're going to need to see financiers come in and try to, like, guys like Unchained Capital try to give some... You know, even guys like Compass Mining try to give some financing options to to oil and gas guys so that they can get comfortable getting ASICs without, you know, fronting insane amounts of money. You know, it's like all this, everyone's figuring out how to share risk in this game right now. It's so like we're all kind of figuring out what's worthwhile.
1: Labra, can you hear me? Yes, I can, brah. Labra. Yeah, I'm outside, man. Like, can you like uh, fix that miner? We're losing money. Okay, one second. Okay. Also, get the gun. There's a bear here for some reason. I don't know why. Get the the gun.
2: I thought all the bears died in the last few weeks. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Pretty sure the bears are dead. Pretty sure we killed them. They're all all off Twitter. It's beautiful. For Plan
0: Marcus, Plan Marcus is the biggest bear out there. No,
4: oh, no. <laughs> there's bigger. There's bigger bears out there than Marcus. Marcus,
0: Marcus. probably
4: just calls. What do you call it? A million-dollar price, Marcus. These guys calling you a bearer.
5: And Marcus moment, is the yeah. ultimate moon juice. <laughs> Marcus. That's like, like saying.
4: It's like saying a huddle not a fucking bearer.
5: <laughs> it's just uh Sean has a short time preference. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah i mean i will say it's kind of like fuck me already bitcoin you know like we're sitting here at 65 grand like let's just do it speaking um,
2: of which all sideways action from here on out is john vallas's fault period
4: oh 100 no yeah. i mean we already established this early on i mean john vallas will take all blame all until we get to 100k absolutely yeah, yeah it's, but, it's, but, he, but he get but he, but he's gonna get a whole bunch of credit once we
0: get there and so like yeah, well yeah
4: give and take trade-offs There's trade-offs in life trade-offs, trade-offs in life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: you know <laughs> he's jinx are you, are you double fisting right now, Denver?
2: Is that a double fist? That's- oh, that's it's a solo. It's a red solo cup is what it is. <laughs> all right. So, RD's not here to ask the question. Like, reti, mute, members of the meme factory.
4: <laughs> um, I mean, I pretty much like you all. That's that's what's upsetting. Uh You've all made me laugh out loud at multiple points in my life um just via a a freaking phone screen which is hilarious um i would never mute yellow just because i think his tangents only grow better and better every time and like the longer they go they seem to just never plateau um i i mute labra only because he's you know just wants to he wants to bark in on the conversation too much but i wouldn't meet him very much yeah um and then thank you and then i'd say i'd say in terms of i'd say in terms of big sean see see big sean is has got the most ruthless the most ruthless memes of them all like he might not hit gold just like bang 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 but then every now and then there's one that's just so savage they are savage he actually he published it um especially the ones that we send in our private groups that don't get published to the world. Those ones are the absolute best. Um, yeah, sometimes I like literally, I share those with my brother. My brother's like, who the fuck are these people? You know? <laughs> <laughs> who are these people, you know? And I'm like, they're the funniest people on earth. That's, that's who I'm hanging out with. Um, like these, these are the, these are the freaking Thomas Jeffersons of our day. Like that's literally, you know, the, the freaking, the freaking, sitting in the, sitting in a in a tavern thinking about you know revolting against the government like the british like that would be such an insane concept you'd have to be drunk and high to even like think about fighting against the british at that point in time and you know the american founding fathers had a, had some pretty had some pretty big stones to <laughs> to sit there and finally be fed up to the point where they're like you know this is bullshit. Like, like we're actually gonna go and just like, we're either going to die or be free now. Like, this we're, we're not living like this anymore. Um, like, I feel like the Bitcoiners were getting, like, those were savage people. Like, those, those revolutionaries were not timid. Like, they might have been meek, but they
1: weren't, they were not. Uh, yeah. Like, fuck you, RD you know? and your flags. Yeah. And Mike. <laughs> and Mike.
2: <laughs> and Mike yeah. It. Fuck you, RD and Mike. Fuck you.
4: <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, but but that's the message, right? Memes win the day. I mean, like just look at Elon Musk. Look at freaking Wall Street bets. Like memes are weirdly powerful. They're the, you know, they're the printing press of our day.
0: Yeah, throw, throwing all that throwing all that tea in the Boston Harbor. That was exactly. uh, that was that was their way of memeing back in the day.
4: Exactly, that was their way of burning the motherfucker down, right? That was their way of saying "f you" to the system. Um, yeah. Was. You know it was open and like just absolute blatant disrespect for your authority um completely we will completely and absolutely subvert your authority with bitcoin and we'll do it non-violently right but we were going to subvert your authority day after day because we don't we don't acknowledge it
5: and all we have to do okay. is huddle Whoa. that's it
4: yeah
5: and stack. that's it i mean
4: yeah i mean like just, i mean could you imagine like try like could you imagine thinking of yourself of, like i have the authority of to to print the u.s dollar like i'm i solely am endowed with the intelligence required and you know the nomination due to to control the world economy like could you imagine having such a fucking ego like what you must think of yourself these guys like unbelievable you know like i just i can't i can't believe they even exist i can't believe anybody would want to would want to be a, like in that position like what a terrible place to be you know so you just just pure tyranny like you are the, you are the number one hated person because you're you're the one robbing everyone you're robbing the world like they just that, haven't figured it out yet
0: that contillion fountain though is uh it's pretty tempting <laughs> it's juicy it. yeah,
4: yeah it's juicy you don't, and you only got to like step into it for like you know a couple of months and you get rich enough that you can just find for the rest of your life you know you got, like one deal with with these crony guys and you're good to go
1: that's the question it's messed up i think uh are you seeing like uh more of like a, a lobbying effort uh, being formed especially with miners in the usa is like any traction there because we're yeah, talking about politics now and you yeah. know that until we reach hyper that system that we live on needs lobbies so
4: yeah um i'd say there is there's like well there's like some there's some pretty big u.s presence right There's just there's um the riot blockchain marathon hud 8 like big miners in the u.s that have like physical infrastructure here that have a significant incentive to go lobby um yeah. from what i understand i think they're attempting to some degree i'm not really involved in that um and then i know some other bitcoiners that are you know trying to go lobby i personally am so disgusted with politicians like i'm I I just can't bring myself to donate money to something like that. Like as much as I want Bitcoin to be properly regulated and appropriately, you know, maybe regulated or whatever the language around it. um, I'm just so disgusted. Like, I can't even think about putting my money there. I could maybe lend my voice. Like I could, I would be willing to record a testimony to show to, you know, a Senator or something that would give my point of view in the oil and gas industry, things like that. But like, like i have a hard time feeding that system you know as much as i i I recognize you're right like we do kind of have to lobby there's you know this this is the world we live in but um, i think it's happening like because there's this is the thing it's already there's so much money involved like these guys marathon riot hud 8 like these these big mining companies they're not gonna they're not gonna not go participate in washington like they're they're absolutely having they have a shitload on the line and so um they're definitely gonna go participate in washington and try to get you know their they're probably even going to try to get some type of, you know, regulatory advantage to some degree or not. I mean, you know, like I, there's a lot of Bitcoin miners that will be subsidized, right? But that's just a fact. There'll be Bitcoin miners mining with solar or wind. They're going to be taking in taxpayer dollars in the form of carbon credits to mine Bitcoin. Guys that are, you know, mitigating their natural gas in the oil field, a lot of them are going to get carbon credits to mine Bitcoin. Like, it's going to get, it's going to become a subsidized game. It's going to become a wonky game. Um, yeah, you better have cheap wise. power or you better just want the sats.
1: It's guerrilla warfare, for sure, from now yeah. on, I think. Kind yeah. of what is, about
5: right? um, uh, a couple of, couple of days or a couple of weeks ago, I think there was some event in Dubai, I believe, and I think Hot 8 was there with yeah. um, Roger Ver and people like Noriel Rubini. I was like, what kind of a club is this? Like, what's it's going weird. on?
4: It was weird, I know. Like, I think Compass Mining was there, though, too. Um, right? I think at least some of the people from Compass Mining were there and some of the Galaxy Digital people were there, I think. Um, I don't know. It's good. I mean, it's, it's bizarre, you know, like I, I would be, <laughs> it's going to get weird. It's going to get weird, right? You know, it's, it's also going to get weird because there's all these guys that were like early to Bitcoin. They're like kind of the Bitcoin OGs of yesteryear, if you will. Um, like, like the Roger Veres, the guys that have kind of like Fallen into bad standing with the community because they put a full-on attack on the network and tried to own it as their own. Um, like they're still really wealthy, and they their net worth goes up with Bitcoin too. Like these guys are Bitcoiners, though they probably hold a lot of Bitcoin. Um, like I imagine Roger Veer is probably gonna become, you know, he's probably gonna start mining. Like now that mining's sexy, hey. Scammers scammers fall scammers follow wherever they can fucking sell a story and make money. And right now mining is the hottest topic in the game. And so like I'm constantly talking to people that are dealing with fucking shysters that are trying to, you know, sell them computers that don't exist and or sell them stuff. Like sell like I know a lot of guys are trying to sell S seventeens because they're shit and they're trying to sell them to people that have no idea that the S seventeens are shit. They just think that like they work just as good <laughs> as all the other ones. And so like like, I have to keep, we're like, like these guys, all these oil and gas guys keep calling me, and they're like, yeah, but, you know, I think we found somebody that's going to be able to get us S-17s, and I'm like, no. I'm like, you're not going to want to deploy those. They're not going to work. You're going to have a nightmare. Like, you're you're buying bad machines. They don't know, though, so, right? They're ignorant, so.
0: Yeah, hey, uh, I, I got another question for you, and this is uh, on a different topic. Uh, the last guy I asked this to, he was married, GG, and I didn't know that, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, right. I'm not married, so if that that helps.
0: Okay, it does help, because neither am I. Um, So I saw you posted a nice nice steak in Proof of Bob's the other day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Proof of Bob's, huh?
0: Yes, and I just had a question. When you go on a first date, like you're unplugged from like normie speak, right? So when you go on a first date, what uh what are you talking about what you know what are you what are you talking about on that first date
4: well the good news in this in these circumstances is i was i was uh, at dinner with a bitcoiner oh so so those bobs were actually that's a bitcoiner that's been in bitcoin longer than i have
0: oh big so we talked
4: about bitcoin and oil and gas and mining and
0: you got a big big stack huh
1: I imagine so. <laughs> God yeah. damn it, Sean! <laughs> I am Denver Bitcoin now.
3: <laughs>
1: I am Denver Bitcoin now.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah also-
4: no, she she she's already a Bitcoiner, so I, I lucked out in that regard. Um, but I will say it, it's tough. I mean, that's part of the reason. Like, like I don't know if I could. It's it's tough, man. Like, like I don't. I can't do dating apps or anything like that. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm just there's no way like the, the women out there I just do you know, I don't get along with like it's not it's like the, the average woman out there is not at all what I'm looking for and so you know it's just it's like I figure I might as well I might as well chase chase
0: what I like and so smart man I went into well, Bitcoin well I know what else you like is uh you're probably gonna like that 2024 having it's coming up in about yeah. three years time and uh we're going to be hosting that 2024 having, so it's going to be a blast, it's going to be a party. Can I be there? And we definitely want to invite you. You're officially invited to our our party, at 2024 having. Yeah.
4: It's going to
1: be a marathon. Yeah, it's going to be a marathon. I was just awesome.
4: I was just looking what's I can't like for some reason um 2024 having, I can't remember the block height. That it's is it 840?
2: Just add 210.
4: Yeah, it's 840,000. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I was just, for some reason, I was like, wait, I was like, wait, did we just hit? Like, I thought we were above 800,000 blocks, but now we're, we're at,
2: what, 700,000
0: or something else? Ish. Yeah, last time, I, last time I checked, I think it was supposed to be like sometime in April,
1: but. There was a block uh, clock right yeah. behind you. Might be, Yeah, might but be, that's got, that's got stats, the stat price it on it, stats for you. might be uh, in the 4th of May. So it's gonna be, put the 4th. Yeah, no, got, this the is the thing to, you.
4: I would bet, I bet it's gonna come before anticipated
0: strike Europe time, yeah,
4: definitely before strike Europe
0: twenty twenty four having
5: <the laughs> full strike Europe.
2: Jack, you hear this shit? <laughs> oh
3: my god, fucking hilarious!
4: Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was looking like the the. What was I talking? Oh no, I think the hash rate's going to grow so much that I think our average block time, right? It's not going to be, we're going to see a lot more increases in difficulty than decreases. And so the average block time will be less than 10 minutes. And so I think it'll end up being the block. The halving will be sooner than we think by,
0: you know, a few weeks.
1: Bullish. But Bullish. It, it won't be midnight in Moscow yet,
0: right? No. Nope. Ooh, bear. That's a bear take. My book. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Sean.
2: <laughs> All right. We are coming up on our hour here, so we want to be respectful of your time. Uh, I want to say thank you and uh, give you the floor to let anybody here know where they can find you, where they can find about what uh, what projects you're working on.
4: Um, yeah, so I'm I'm at Denver Bitcoin on Twitter. That's probably a good place to find me or uh, get in touch. Um, you can, I think, I might have a link, or you can find me on com. That's where you can connect with me one on one if you want to just like spend thirty minutes or an hour. You know, asking my advice on mining, um, and I donate those proceeds. So, hit me up on there. You know, I'd say I'd say definitely follow. Take a look at Upstream Data. Follow what they're doing. A lot of cool stuff happening in the oil field. Take a look at Great American Mining. Um, you know, another great company that's that's you know trying to trying to solve this issue of stranded energy and waste energy, and so and, and strengthen the Bitcoin network. So, I'd say definitely check those guys out. Um, other than that, you know, follow follow all these. All these meme tarts that uh, keep the message pumping day after day. You guys, you guys are the are the real Bitcoin Twitter that matters. The rest of us just Thanks. kind of show up there. Thanks, man.
5: Appreciate your time, Thanks, man. You, Max. Thank Max. you, Appreciate Bye. your time.
4: Yeah, of course, Thanks guys. Thanks for helping with so me uh,
2: fix the miner. Thank you. It's working now.
4: Oh, absolutely, man. Anytime. You let me know. Thanks,
1: Bye, Adam.
2: guys.